It's planting season, and it's not too late to make sure your crops grow up fed and happy. Regardless of your spring crop, Fed and Happy offers a variety of worm-casting solutions in liquid and solid form to supercharge your soil, your yields, and your profitability. For fast, vibrant germination and seedling growth, mix your seed with Fed and Happy's screened granular castings pre-drilling. The Fed and Happy liquid seed treat and extracts offer the ideal mix of soluble solids loaded with living beneficial biology, mycorrhizal fungi, humates, and more. The Fed and Happy small spreadable castings are ideal for fast, easy soil incorporation. The large offer long-term stability and soil growth. But you don't have to figure this out on your own. Just call 833-GO-WORMS to speak with our farm team experts for a fast turnaround on a custom solution for your needs. Fare better against pests, disease, drought, and other potential hazards this season with Fed and Happy Worm Castings. Visit FedandHappy.com for a healthy harvest and any lawn, garden, and tree care needs. Available for pickup and on-farm delivery. That's F-E-D-N-Happy.com. Or call 833-GO-WORMS. Happy planting. Welcome. You're listening to Casually Baked, the podcast. Home base for the can of curious. Thanks for tuning in. It's high time. We had a high time. Together. Together. Yes, it's high time. We had a high time. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, your host and cannabis lifestyle guide. I've recorded two interviews recently on chronic pain, and both times there were bad enough technical issues that I didn't air the shows. When it comes to the quality of your listening experience, my standards are higher than me. Of course, you can still catch those live stream chats on the Casually Baked YouTube channel, in all of their unedited glory. And I will be rescheduling those conversations for a future episode of the podcast. I deal with chronic pain daily, and I'm pretty sure you or someone you love does too. So I haven't done this in a while, but um, I'm here to rant about a thing or two. But first, a word from our sponsor. Wink. This podcast is covered by MJ Relief, the muscle rub for what aches and pains you. The pain-relieving, skin-soothing muscle rub I co-created with Dr. Monica Vialpondo is finally out in the wild and ready to enhance your everyday experience. MJ Relief is the same thoughtful PhD formulation we've batch-produced for family and friends as Casually Baked Muscle Rub for the past four years. But now, my friend, it's in a convenient tube so you can avoid any messy mishaps, overusing, and contamination from those double dippers. And bonus, it smells like a relaxing dream, and it will uplevel your next massage, no doubt. I use MJ Relief damn near every day to ease my chronic neck and shoulder tension. If you're feeling my pain and want some muscle and joint relief of your own, Head over to mjskinrelief.com and order a tube for you, 
and another one for your favorite pain in the friend or family member. <laughs> That's M-J-Skin-R-E-L-I-E-F dot com. I got the bottle of wine, the high dollar kind. I got the West Coast smoke, but I better just take one. Time. In the world of pain, if it lasts for several months, your shit's chronic. Which is funny, juxtaposed to cannabis, where if your shit's chronic, it likely won't last a week. The National Institute of Health estimates that almost 50 million Americans have significant chronic or severe pain. And like we discussed in Podcast 113, pain is the most common symptom that cannabis is used for, and with good reason. Yet, I keep seeing our government planting seeds of doubt to keep this prohibition train rolling. I'm sure you saw recently that some White House staffers were asked to resign or work remotely after revealing past marijuana use to the current administration. As co-creator of the 1994 crime bill that enslaved millions of mostly black and brown Americans, I thought Joe Biden was supposed to make up for his crimes against humanity and the cannabis plant. Apparently not. And the even more ironic part is that cannabis and CBD could help slow Joe's dementia and help him be present for his presidency. And he could use some MJ relief for those banged up knees when he takes a spill up the stairs. And I don't care that this draconian move only cost five people their job. So to back up a step, if you don't know the scoop, staffers needing a security clearance at the White House are required to fill out a detailed background check questionnaire, which includes questions about what they still call marijuana and other drugs. Applicants are asked to detail the type of drugs or controlled substances they have used and how frequent and recent the use has been. Two sources told CNN it was suggested to some during the presidential transition period that previous marijuana use might not disqualify individuals from serving in the White House. One source said this marijuana policy was not made clear to staffers before filling out their questionnaires. CNN also reported that exemptions will be made available to those individuals who engaged in limited marijuana use in the past year and those who are in positions not requiring security clearances. In order to be granted an exception, staffers must agree to stop using marijuana, agree to a pledge to not use marijuana during government service, and undergo random drug tests. These employees will work remotely until their past usage meets the standards set by the Personnel Security Division. Seriously, this sounds like in-school suspension to me. I mean, I'd have to be desperate as fuck to work under those conditions. <laughs> and I'd like to hear how cannabis consumers are dangerous to national security. And how is this coming from an administration who on the campaign trail rallied the cannabis community, saying that under a Biden administration, marijuana would be decriminalized and the records of those convicted of using marijuana would be expunged? Ugh. Politicians are a chronic 
pain in the ass. And the hits just keep on coming from D.C. On March 18th, the International Association for the Study of Pain released a statement that due to a lack of evidence from high-quality research, the IASP does not endorse the general use of cannabinoids to treat pain. Are you fucking kidding me right now? They also published a list of research priorities which need to be addressed in order to properly determine the potential efficacy and to confirm the safety of cannabinoids when used in the treatment of pain. You do hear the hypocrisy in that statement, don't you? As long as cannabis is a Schedule One drug, our industry is being asked to fund and conduct research standing on one leg with our hands tied behind our backs. And for the record, there are more than 20,000 studies that have shown positive medical effects from cannabis. Of course, these aren't all chronic pain studies. I get that, but you get my drift. And wait until you hear this quote from the chair of the IASP's Presidential Task Force on Cannabis and Cannabinoid Analgesia. It's so rich. While IASP cannot endorse the general use of cannabinoids for treatment of pain at this time, we do not wish to dismiss the lived experiences of people with pain who have found benefit from their use, said Andrew Rice, professor of pain research, Department of Surgery and Cancer, Faculty of Medicine, Imperial College, London. Okay, so he's British but I don't do a good British accent, so just keep going. This is not a door closing on the topic, he added, but rather a call for more rigorous and robust research to better understand any potential benefits and harms related to the possible use of medical cannabis, cannabis-based medicines, and synthetic cannabinoids for pain relief, and to ensure the safety of patients and the public through regulatory standards and safeguards. Yeah, yeah, bravo, way to go, fellas. You've done so well with opioids. You really set the bar high, didn't you? Show me your rigorous and robust research showing that the opioid epidemic is safer than plant medicine. Please, I beg you. What I see is a bunch of addiction and deaths. And now Andrew Rice, he's back on. Quote, the IASP statement is important and timely because we are concerned that in certain jurisdictions, medical cannabis may have been introduced without reference to the conventional statutory regulatory procedures for approving marketing of medicines. I can't even. I can't even right now. All I can see in my head are all of these big pharma commercials. Seriously. Okay, Rice said, quote, furthermore, where quote unquote recreational use of cannabis is now permitted, there is a risk that patients could use cannabis for pain relief without the usual safeguard of a medical consultation and monitoring. Okay. I don't know what you just heard there, but this is my translation. Your natural plant-based medicine solution is draining money from the pharmaceutical and alcohol industries. And you didn't ask us for permission 
to remove yourself from our poisons. <sighs> My blood is boiling and I am wide awake and I am fired the fuck up and I hope you are too. I'm not going to cry. <laughs> I'm so mad. Ugh. I look forward to introducing you to more firsthand accounts of the brilliance of Mother Nature and the benefits of cannabis for chronic pain and wellness. I'll include links to articles and the IASP press release in the podcast 179 show notes at casuallybaked.com so you can read them and understand them for yourself. And use your voice, my friend, please, to wake up your community. The Sustainability Roll-Up is presented by OCB Rolling Papers. In perfect harmony with natural, sustainable practices, the highest quality textile papers, responsibly sourced and sustainably crafted, have always been the OCB signature. As a business owner with a media platform, I think it helps to share some of the behind-the-scenes considerations and sacrifices that go into making sustainable choices. One of my biggest headaches over the past year has been packaging. I go on and on about the waste of excessive packaging in our industry, but there are many brands that are trying to keep it simple, like MJ Relief. When you buy a tube of our Muscle Rub, that's what you're going to get, the tube of MJ Relief. It won't come in a fancy box or packaging with extra paper and inserts, and I beat myself up for months even choosing to use a plastic tube. But the unfortunate reality is hemp plastics aren't affordable yet. And we'll dive deeper into the why a bit down the road and explore what it'll take to improve those margins. But right now, sugarcane plastic is another alternative I've been exploring. While sugarcane plastic isn't biodegradable, it is 100% recyclable. Sugarcane also absorbs carbon dioxide, one of our biggest pollutants, which makes it far superior to oil-based plastics. And sugarcane is a resilient crop. It can grow in the weakest of pastures and actually helps recover the soil, much like hemp. Sugarcane wastes, known as bagasse, is also used to generate electricity that powers the ethanol production process of crafting the sugarcane plastic. Brazil produces the majority of the world's sugarcane supply, and a strict government framework is in place to protect biodiversity. The fields where sugarcane is grown are located between 2,000 and 2,500 kilometers away from the Amazon rainforest. This means that when the farmers burn off the sugarcane leaves, which absorbs the carbon dioxide, there is seemingly no impact on the crucial plant and wildlife within the Amazon. But these sugarcane tubes, guess where they're made? That's right, in China. Ugh. Every farm and manufacturer must be vetted to ensure they are not harming the environment or abusing employees. And an oceanic cargo ride from Brazil to China to the U.S., all of a sudden it doesn't sound sustainable anymore. And there's like a 10,000 unit minimum. And that's not doable for most small businesses like mine. Listen, 
building sustainability into your business model, it sounds good in theory, but it's hella pricey when you're bootstrapping. So what's our takeaway here? As a consumer, when you see a highly responsible brand doing it right by keeping it simple, or perhaps they're leading the industry using hemp plastics made in the USA, but they're charging a premium for their product. Consider your power in that moment. Do you support that small business owner? Do you pay a few extra bucks to a company pushing the sustainability envelope? Or do you pick up that cheaper alternative again? The decision you're making is less about saving a few dollars and more about good common sense. I'm really excited to keep this dialogue rolling with you. And thanks to OCB Rolling Papers for making it possible and setting the example for being one with nature. Unlike most other brands that buy their paper from a third party, OCB oversees the entire papermaking process, ensuring a century of quality straight to your hands. Of course, you must be 21 and older to buy OCB Rolling Papers and to follow at OCB USA on social. If you're a grown-up joint-rolling novice, I invite you to learn the craft alongside me. The Roll With Me video series will launch on the Casually Baked YouTube channel in April. Go ahead and get your rolling supplies ready by visiting ocbusa.com backslash baked to get four booklets of OCB and a rolling tray for only $4.99. This bundle is worth 20 bucks and is around for a limited time. But the rolling skills and street cred we'll earn together, my friend, makes this bundle priceless. As for you canosaurs who can roll a joint one-handed, I challenge you to sample the entire line of OCB products and let me know your favorite. Ask for OCB wherever you buy your papers. You'll find links to the OCB special offer as well as an interest form for joining me on an episode of Roll With Me in the Podcast 179 show notes at casuallybaked.com. Thank you for taking a beat to rate and review Casually Baked on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I so appreciated this recent review from a longtime listener. Sue Manns wrote, I started listening to Joe two years ago when I was new to cannabis. She presents relevant, up-to-date information in a way that makes learning fun and makes you feel like you're part of a movement. From her interviews with farmers to talking with veterans, every episode has something of value. Her style is friendly and upbeat. Most listeners would probably love to meet her someday. Thanks for all you do, Joe. Sumans, yes and thank you, my friend. This absolutely is a movement. And it's more than just a movement of cannabis legalization. It's about wellness and sovereignty and stewardship. And I appreciate the shit out of you picking up what I'm putting down. Be sure to ask your Canna Curious questions through the website or DM me on social. I'm at Casually Baked on Instagram and Facebook. 
While you're there, give at MJ Skin Relief a follow to support my other small business. And if this podcast inspired you, I hope you'll share it with your smoke circle. Thanks for doing your part to Puff Puff Pass It On. Casually Baked, the podcast was created, recorded, and produced by yours truly. Editing and sound design are in the capable hands of Arnav Gupta. The podcast theme music is by my highly talented friend, Seth Walker. If you aren't familiar with Seth's music, you can find High Time on his album, Gotta Get Back, wherever you're buying your music these days. I know he didn't create High Time for me, but it sure as shit sounds like he did, right? I hope you'll tune in next time. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey there, my name is Leah Babrudi, and I'm the founder and host of Canachicks Podcast, where I discuss cannabis, psychedelics, and other natural medicines. I not only interview people who use them as treatment for different conditions, but also the entrepreneurs who share their knowledge on how they built their businesses. If this sounds interesting to you, give my show a listen. I'm sure you'll learn something that'll surprise you.